Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Food and Beverage Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Josh Fisher. We live in a golden age of technological innovation. Many industries are being affected by these technological advancements, including the food and beverage industry. Technology is not only shaping the way customers think about their dining experiences, but also how chefs and restaurants are adapting to them. We will be taking a deep dive into the current technological intersection within the food industry, how it's changing the way we think about food, and what the future of chefs and restaurants may look like. Joining us today to talk about his experience is John Wood, co-founder and brand ambassador of Kitchen Cut. Hey, John. Hi, Josh. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, So I wanted to talk to you today about this intersection of technology in the kitchen. Uh, I know Kitchen Cut is basically disrupting this industry with technology and bringing it in, in a more, I guess, digestible format for chefs alike. So I wanted you to talk about that real quick and why you feel like this uh, this technological addition is necessary for the industry. Yeah, sure. Um, so like you say, I, I've been in the industry for 37 years and and worked extensively across the hotel, restaurants, um, and, and catering sector, uh, both in the UK, US, um, through Middle East, through the Far East, and through Europe at, at various um, sort of high-end establishments. And uh, really just during that time, I just got really frustrated with a lot of the sort of the legacy systems that were out there. And I just, you know, thought there must be a better way of, of doing, you know, uh, you know, managing back of house and managing kitchens and food and beverage operations. Um, and sort of from that sort of, you know, I decided to do something about it. And, and we um, subsequently, we did a lot of research and development for about three years and looking what was on the market and trying to create something that was more user friendly. Um, you know, being a chef and a, and a restaurateur for, for those years, it's just, um, I always struggled, you know, as, as an operator. I mean, typically chefs are, are creative individuals and, and restaurant managers are, and that's why we come into this industry. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, people always struggle to use some of these very heavy, you know, tech systems. So we wanted to create something that was lighter. It was more intuitive. It was more visually attracting and visually stimulating. Uh, and subsequently, that's how we sort of built the, the basis around, you know, Kitchen Cut and what it does and how the system works. Um, and then really, you know, from a technology point of view is, you know, the, the the chefs and the managers of this industry are really time poor. You know, that there's a lot of, you know, additional responsibilities about managing costs, about managing their margins, about dealing with allergens and writing menus. Not, there's no much time left to do the creative and the fun stuff and looking after customers and things like that. They're just getting dragged into their offices and spending far too much time on computers and their laptops and things like that, uh, which is not why they came into the industry. It's not what they're good at. So um, we wanted to create something that was far quicker, more intuitive, and, and a lot more fun to use and let them get back to what they really love doing. Exactly. And plus, I mean, making things easier is just better for everybody. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about new age food trends as well, and how you feel like technology plays a part in them. Yeah, I think I think with a lot of trends that's happening, you know, uh, uh, globally, you know, uh, there's a lot of things moving, and everyone's saying, you know, what's the new balsamic? You know, what's the new product? And and you know that sort of you know, um, you know hit the industry by storm, and there's various things that are coming in, and a lot of you know health benefit foods are really sort of big at the moment, and. 
with technology, you know, what we try to do is is uh, allow people to really sort of give, you know, being creative and being innovative is absolutely critical and being sharp at the forefront of being innovative and creative with your menus, looking for new products and speaking to new suppliers, testing new dishes, searching the internet and, and, and reading books and things like that about sort of understanding, um, you know, about um, what's happening in the industry as part of that and, and um, really sort of absolutely critical about sort of how you have time to do that. And like you say, you know, once you add technology to that, you can then start to then free time up to then look at trends and what's happening in the industry. And technology is, is a key part of that. Not only does it create time and give you the ability then to look at, you know, other things as well, uh, but it also allows you then to sort of look at and test and try and work things out and, and you know, try to become more innovative in, in your offering. And, and subsequently, customers want innovation. They, they, they're looking for something new. They're looking for the new trend. They're looking for something, you know, exciting. But if you don't have time to do that and you're bogged down with administrational tasks, you're never going to be exciting and innovative. No, that, that definitely makes sense. And, I mean, ultimately, it is for the benefit of the customer. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's the key thing is, you know, the customer is king. And it's a really old saying that's used in hospitality time and time again. But if your customers are not happy and they're getting bored with your offering and you're not being innovative and you're not thinking about, you know, what the customer is looking for, because what, you know, your customer was eating five years ago and what they were looking for is completely different now. So you've got to stay sharp on that sort of market front to make sure you, your customers, A, stay with you, but also you're attracting new customers to your business as well. Definitely. And I think this uh, this innovation of technology, not only within the uh, the kitchen and the restaurant industry, uh, but the innovation of technology everywhere also has customers, you know, just assuming that they're going to get a certain thing or have things a certain way just by what they see on social media or what they see, you know, across anywhere. Yeah. And and that part of it is, you know, with, with technology and again, with our system like Kitchen Cut, we look at allergens which are a huge thing that's happening and a lot of people are choosing you know either because they, they've got an allergic reaction to a particular item but they want to know that before they go into restaurants and we also do all the nutritional data and all the calorific values on on your, your recipes as well and we can push that data through to your website we can build apps so your customers then can browse you know uh, on their devices before they even come to you and you could be supplying them information showing them what the dish looks like what the allergens are what the nutrition and calorific values of these dishes so and people are starting to shop in that way and they're also starting to then go out and dine in that way as well so it's providing that platform for them as well yeah, I think that's great. Uh, so where do you see uh, technology within uh, this industry? Where do you think it needs the most improvement? And where do you think it's becoming its strongest? Um, I think, you know, where, you know, front of house, you know, from a service point of view, from a ordering, you know, and um, placing orders, you know, at table side and things like that and EPOS systems and things like that, they've really moved on. And that market has grown hugely over the last sort of five to 10 years. And some of that technology, you know, where you've got, you know, I bars which tell you information about your products and things like that when you put them down in front of that and even tabletop that you can start doing your orders you know actually on your table and physically placing your orders with touchscreen tables as part of that I mean that's really moved on front of house and unfortunately there's sort of you know the back of house areas like the kitchens and the, the back bars and things like that 
they haven't really moved on from a technology point of view, but there's slowly things coming in there and people are looking at sort of waste management systems and sort of looking at sort of technology like ours to sort of manage their, their costings and their margins. And we look at waste as well as part of that, but also looking at technology to ease some of the sort of uh, health and safety elements of running back a house and, and kitchens as well. So that it's growing. Uh, it's not growing uh, as fast as the front of house. And that's why I think there needs to be more companies doing things like that and thinking about managing that, you know, from a back of house point of view. Um, uh, but typically, as people have been previously, they've been spending a lot of money with guest facing uh, um, solutions and, and technology. And I think now people are looking back a house so they can create more efficiencies and create better profit margins. And then from that, deliver something for, that's going to uh, appear front of house as well. Yeah, of course. And I think, uh, I mean, do you find that it's easy to sort of show uh, how this is beneficial for a business and what sort of backlash or pushback are you seeing from from either customers or from businesses? I think uh, customers love it, you know, and uh, and the vendors we work with is when suppliers we work with, they absolutely love it as well because it's very easy and intuitive. And typically, you know, chefs and, and you know, I, I can say this because I've been a chef for 37 years, is they can uh, slightly have some tech, you know, they're, they're technophobes, a lot of them. And, you know, though they have their own devices, um, many of the sort of the, the chefs have been in the industry a long time, haven't been used to technology. They've been doing everything on paper or in Excel and things like that. And as soon as they see that transition, initially there's a, a sort of a resistance as, you know, you know, I've always done it on pieces of paper and I've always done it in Excel and I've always done it in Word documents. As soon as they see what technology can do and understand how it can just reduce um, that, that administrational burden they have and give them more free time to be creative, then they get it. And, it's, and, and probably that's where we come at it in a slightly different direction. We come at it saying, you can buy a big piece of technology and somebody in finance can decide this is what we're going to use across our business. Um, but if you can't get the operators to use it, that piece of technology is worth nothing because you can't get the people to put any information in there. So we come at it in the, in the, in the other direction. It's working from kitchens outwards, so creating a piece of technology that's really easy to work with because if you can get the, the operators on board and get the chefs and the managers to use it, then you've got a valuable piece of technology because then it's just going to it's going to do the things it should do. But if you can't get them to do that or they're resisting against that because it's complex and time consuming, that there's no point in having technology because it's not doing anything because you're not putting anything into it. Yeah, no, of course. And I mean, I think that makes sense, especially being a chef. First and foremost, you learn how to be creative. You learn how to make certain food. And this technology seems like it's coming in second, but also, I mean, the way the industry is going and the way things are reforming, I mean, it ultimately makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And, and we, you know, as much, when we first started out, we were cooks and we used to cook great food. We used to be creative. We go to markets and we make things and, and that's what it was, you know, all those years ago. But now we're, we're businessmen, you know, and we need to think about, and women, we need to think about, um, you know, so if I'm going to create this dish, how much money am I going to make and what do I need to sell it for and what margins I want to achieve. And understanding that is as important as the dish itself, because if you don't make any money, your restaurant will be closed very quickly. Um, so there's it's, 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 it's no rocket science to it. Is You need to be profitable, but also be able to 
offer um, uh, uh, menu and dishes on your menu at the right price point to attract customers in. So it's a really fine line in getting that right. And you go one way and you make your product too expensive, customers will go elsewhere and they'll just say, I'm not paying that for, for a steak. And if you make it you know, uh, too cheap, you're not going to make any money and you won't be open in six months' time. So it's getting that really that fine balance between that and our technology and technology like ours help chefs do that a lot easier you know, from an operations point of view. It's all about that balance. Uh, so do you feel like colleges yeah. and uh, just this industry of like upcoming chefs, do you think that they're adapting to this properly? Are schools teaching this early? Yeah, I think there's, um, there's uh, you know, when I did my sort of, you know, apprenticeship schemes and, I, you know, and, 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 and various colleges, it wasn't really a focus. It was all about culinary skills. Uh, but what are the, a lot of the colleges uh, that we're working with, you know, they're embracing and saying, okay, we're going to teach you culinary skills and we're going to teach you how to cook and, and, you know, make these great dishes. But we're also going to teach you managerial and financial skills. And there is an element that's going into that, which is great. And, and what we do is we offer our system for students. So we have a number of colleges and universities globally uh, where the students use our system to show them that technology can deal with that financial element of it. Because when they go into the industry, they'll be using technology. So we're introducing them to that. So we have thousands of students globally that were being trained on how to do those financial and managerial uh, parts of the business, but also having a piece of technology that can help and support that and make that come to life as well. Yeah, I think that's great. Just in terms of technology yeah. and managing customers' expectations, uh, how do you feel this matches up to you know what a customer should expect from watching a YouTube video of like a Gordon Ramsay video or all these you know all these crazy food trends that are coming? Yeah, through. I think the, the the key thing is from from an operator's point of view is it's really um, you know. Uh, you you'd look back sort of uh, oh, 37 years ago when I started and I, I told my father I was going to become a chef and he said, why do you want to do a woman's job for? So it was, you know, things have moved on since then. Um, and, and food has become, you know, really, you know, a hot topic. There was a lot of enthusiasts that are really passionate about food and your the clientele has, has changed as well. So customers are now a lot more food savvy. They understand what is right and wrong. They understand, you know, you can't just put lemongrass and chilies into something and, and call it Thai or Asian. You know, it's not authentic enough. They understand what authentic different types of cuisines are uh, because a lot of people are opening up these restaurants. And, and I think, you know, from a customer point of view, it is a fantastic place to be at the moment as well because there's a lot of variation. There's a lot of competition out there. So you can get great food for great, you know, prices as well. So it's a very competitive market, you know, from that point of view. So and, and using technology, you know, as part of that and be able to, you know, order uh, online and be able to look at, you know, a vast array of foods and having these delivery companies delivering from five different restaurants down to your, your, your apartment uh, is fantastic. And, and that is, you know, the, the technologies that just really sort of opened up this whole world of, of multiple cuisines and, and different options from a, from a customer point of view. And, you know, with people, there's a lot of people moving to um, sort of iPad menus or, or, or tablet menus instead of having the, the classic traditional menus made out of paper or card. Um, and that's really exciting for some people. They can create their orders. They can pre-order before they arrive. Uh, as part of that, and they can have that sort of interaction with with technology, and and you know that's what you know is is a, appealing to those people that want to do that. 
uh, as part of that whole process. And, and having that piece of technology is, is really important. Of course. Just the way you talk about this and the way that I'm processing it, I mean, it sounds exciting, this whole reform. Uh, and I can see, you know, customers, it's, it's more matching their needs. And ultimately, I mean, it's just creating this whole new, this whole new environment yeah. uh, for the restaurant industry to sort of thrive in. Yeah, I, I think it's really exciting. And it, it is, if people, you know, we, we are, you know, by, uh, by nature, you know, we're humans are, you know, we adapt um, and the same from a hospitality point of view, you've got to adapt to what people's requirements are and what their needs are. People are time poor, you know, so everybody wants instant. They want it fast. They want it now. They don't want to wait 20 minutes to pay for their bill. They just want to go onto their device, click on that, pay my bill. Fantastic. I can get up and walk out as part of the whole process. So there's that whole speed and uh, efficiencies and you know management of that and giving the control you know more to the customer so you can come in you can tell us what you want and you can leave whenever you want and you know they're having that sort of process you know it's a very very exciting time you know from a from a hospitality point of view and the whole tech the way the technology is moving into hospitality hospitality is really exciting definitely and i can see i mean just like a local chef or like a local restaurant if they don't adapt to this, I mean, do you feel like that's just not the right way to go? Yeah, I think, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, with smaller businesses, they can't always afford to have the high-end tech that big operators may have as part of that. But there is really simple, you know, versions of that. And I think, you know, um, the smaller individual chefs and operators and the, the smaller individual outlets is you need to think about technology and what your plan is as well, because you will get left behind. Um, and if you if you're not looking at that and trying to think about it, you know how you can use technology, you, you know people will the, the rest of the industry will overtake you. And the thing about it is, a lot of people think, oh, technology is expensive. I can't afford it. I've just got a small restaurant with thirty seats. I can't afford it. But actually, what technology does, as I mentioned earlier on, is it it um, it reduces payroll. It reduces admin. It reduces all those additional works and hours that you have to put into a business. Uh, by having a a piece of tech, so it's it's saving you money on on sort of you know time and and, and, and payroll, but also it's it's saving you money on having control of your business. So what you spend on tech typically with our business as well is people see a return on investment in anything from about three months to four months, they get a full return on investment from what they actually do for the first year. So it's not spending unnecessary money to create technology. It's uh, using technology to become more efficient, make cost savings, reduce your wastage, control all that, and provide a platform for your customers so you can say stay relevant from a technology point of view, but also you can save money, you know, and you can make more money about it, the whole process. So it's a bit of a win-win. So to ignore technology, even if you're a small operator, is not good at the moment. Agreed. So where do you ultimately see this reform going in the next five or 10 years within the industry? Uh, where do you see technology going? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's changing it, like I say, it's changing a lot. We, we, we have a uh, development meetings. We're never short of ideas at Kitchen Cut. And uh, we've got some great development people. And we, we employ, you know, a, a lot of, you know, really sort of innovative, innovative and creative people. And we sit around the table and some of the things we come up with, which are completely bonkers, but I love bonkers ideas because sometimes you can, you know, take those and do something with them and say, okay, 
that's a little bit crazy. I think it's, you know, having Google glasses with recipes on, on the chefs and things like that, maybe not going to happen in the real world. But actually, let's think about, you know, that as a, as a possibility of having, you know, uh, glass screens in kitchens or perspex screens in kitchens where you can have your recipes, you know, uh, presented onto you and people can use that instead of using paper and things like that. So there's a lot of, and we're doing a lot of work around sort of speech as well. So, where you may have a system, we are looking at, you know, and speech is not quite there, you know, just from an industry point of view, it's still got its problems as, as part of that. When you speak to your car or your phone, it doesn't always quite understand what you're saying because of accents and things like that. But as we're sort of developing, we're looking at, you know, ways that you can talk recipes into system and it will create the recipe for you as part of that process. And, you know, it's, it's only going to expand more artificial intelligence and giving you that sort of data and giving you that sort of um, business analytical data that you can do things with and, and look at that and be able to look at um, sort of, you know, various algorithms of how your business performed in the past and how that will affect how you, what you do going forward. And the more information you can get as an operator to tell you, don't do that and do more of this and do less of that, you can then, you know, have a lot more, you know, um, uh, profitable business and a more, you know, uh, relaxed business because you don't put yourself under these pressures and strains and one month it's great and the next month it's not and then you're up and down and, and from profitability point of view. So the, the, the future is huge for when it comes to technology and hospitality and some of the stuff that's coming out there is really, really clever and, and we're part of that sort of um, disruptive um, uh, piece of technology that's challenging, you know, the normal ways of doing things and, and finding quicker and faster and easy ways of doing things as well, whilst, you know, making sure you've got something from a customer point of view that, you know, satisfies their technology uh, needs as well. Exactly. I mean, everything combined is just so exciting. Uh, you brought up this idea of the Google Glasses, which, you know, we all know Google Glasses is uh, no longer really relevant, but just like this thinking about like augmented reality and and recipes or like this whole new food experience. I mean, personally, I'm excited for where technology is heading and how it crosses with the restaurant industry. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting times, and it's it's um, you know, uh, like I say, you can't ignore it as an operator. You can't ignore technology. It's got to be something you're you're dealing with. Yeah, definitely. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on. It was so great to talk to you about everything. Great. Thank you very much, Josh. And, and uh, it's great to talk to you as well. Awesome. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's Food and Beverage podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Josh Fisher. See ya.